welcome to African Couch Potato, the mashup. This podcast talks about all things film and television in South Africa and the greater continent. Today, we're going to do things a bit differently. We are joined by our very first guest on the podcast, and it is the award-winning Sparky Polo. So we're going to be mashing up our segments a bit differently this time. We have our top five for this episode, which will be feature films or productions that Sparky has featured in. So it's not necessarily from any platform. It's where you can go and see or witness, experience him for yourself. Then instead of doing a review on a single film, we're just going to talk about all the characters and roles that Sparky has been in. And then the last part, which is our golden oldie, that part will remain the same. Gonna jump straight into the top five. Here's my top five of the productions that Sparky has starred or featured in. Number one, we have Super Team, which is on Netflix. This is an animated series and it follows the lives of four scholars who use their superpowers to fight evil. It's set in Lusaka, which is the capital of Zambia. And on episode two, Sparky plays the evil green villain. In my second pick from Sparky's portfolio, we have The Estate, which you can watch on SABC+. Number three is Good Men, which is a legal drama series that can be streamed also on SABC+. Number four is Inamba Namba Josie Gold, which is the latest installment of the Inamba Namba franchise, which features two cops who interpret the law very differently. This one came out recently in June on Netflix. And the last one is The Herd, which has two seasons. So The Herd can be found on Showmax, and it is about a family who is willing to do whatever it takes for money and power. Up next, Sparky will tell us about his involvement in these productions and what winning an award means to him. We are joined by Sparky Kolo, South African actor and voice actor from Peter Maritzburg in KZN. How are you, Sparky? Hey, Gino. I'm great, man. And uh, thanks for having me on the show. How are you? Now I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for joining us on African Couch Potato, the mashup. Let's get straight into it. Am I correct in assuming that you have done theater, you've done screen acting and voice acting? Between these three disciplines, which one would you say is more challenging or does it depend on the role? <laughs> Look, I won't say that there's one that's more challenging than the other. Um, look, it does also depend on the roles. You know that you get some some characters you'll find, you would say it's going to be so much more better for you to get into character because it's live performance and some are going to be more challenging because it is um, the film and television medium because it captures everything. And there's a habit of wanting to show everything rather than telling. And I think that that's the, the, the deciding factor, you know, between how you play these two different um, um, characters in these, in these mediums. But for me, I'd say it's always great to have a theater background because with film and television, you can always tone down and control the performance, you know, whereas with theater, you are afforded to be loud. Yes, fine, you still need to control it, but you get more space to play, to play to the person at the back, you know, so they both have different um, challenges, but I would say that having a theater background sort of assists the film um performance element. Now, recently, Sparky, you won a royalty soapy award for the character of Sia Paratwayo on the estate. What does this kind of recognition mean to you as an industry professional? I mean, firstly, winning anything 
at all, you know, is, is always so great. Um, and just, um, for you to also see Uti, the work that you're doing is actually resonating with people. For me, more than anything, winning the Royalty Soapy Award was about knowing Uti, I'm in the right track. You know, people in my industry are seeing me. And now it only means that I need to just keep doing what I'm doing and elevate from there because, you know, you go years and years and years and years sort of performing and doing, you know, what you're trusting and, you know, putting in the work and all of that, but you are making it for other people to respond to, you know, so the work needs to be able to influence, affect other people and getting an award, you know, just shows you're going on the right track. And now it's all about elevation because I can't be where I was when I got the award, you know, in a year's time. So now they, the industry has told me, but you're going in the right direction. So for me, it's about continuing to trust myself, but also then piercing through and trying to find more beauty and more and more and more magic in my performances. Now, my final question, what are the kind of roles that you would like to take on from this point moving forward? It doesn't even have to be existing productions, but how do you see yourself best growing your craft? <laughs> um, funny enough, I just ventured into um, a new territory for me. I mean, I just shot a Netflix film that was a comedy, and comedy hasn't really been my forte. I mean, I've done it a little bit in theater, but haven't really done it on screen. So that for me is the direction that I'd like to take just for some for some range, you know, and to play in that world a lot more. Um, I know that my staying power has been emotional performances and that I'm also trying to find different nuances and, and, and to offer something different because I know that that's one of the things that have kept me, you know, um, busy and working. It's because of how I can execute my emotional, um, range. But now I want to sort of look into comedy a little bit play around in that world for a little bit because I, I i did have fun with it it's a bit difficult it's a bit difficult because obviously when you're starting something new and also coming with what you are used to um doing you know that you'll find that the certain techniques will work for a drama you know for um a thriller but they won't necessarily work for comedy so that for me has been a big learning curve and I just hope that I can get more opportunities like that and to play around in that field. Thank you so much, bro. That was all Sparky. Kolu Sparky, you can catch on the estate. You can also find him on The Herd or any of the top five, actually, that I mentioned. They're streaming on various platforms. He is working on a new production. Maybe he'll come back and let us know more about that. But we really appreciate you joining us for our very first Masterclass. Basically, what a masterclass is, is we will be speaking to people from the industry because they have the best insight in letting us know how we are moving our industry forward. And now it's time for the Golden Oldie. My Golden Oldie for this episode is District 9, which came out in 2009. District 9 is basically a mockumentary about social political climate in South Africa in 2008. Now, I'm using a lot of big words, but basically what that means is that a mockumentary is a documentary that is meant to mock something. What happened in 2008 and 2009 is that we saw a wave of xenophobic attacks, so this gives some commentary around that. In District 9, there is a species of aliens that have invaded Johannesburg, and there's a government agency known as Alien Affairs, which is under MNU, Multinational United, and they are tasked with getting rid of them or relocating them. 
The title itself, District 9, is a play on District 6 where non-white people living in the city centre of Cape Town back then were forced to move outside of the city pole into the township. What we see in this movie is the aliens being referred to as prawns, um, which is synonymous with derogatory terms that South Africans would use to call illegal immigrants or foreign nationals such as Makwere Kwere or Grigamba. So the whole thing is literally trying to open your eyes into how we treat other nations. Although the film in essence is very lighthearted, especially the character of Vickers van der Merwe. Vickers van der Merwe is the guy who is leading this operation of relocating the aliens to District 9, which is the camp where they will be living away from your normal city dweller so that they're out of way pretty much he comes across as this guy who is very all over the place he's overly in love with his wife he's basically a nerd who has gone into deep he doesn't understand the assignment he's too sympathetic towards the aliens and at the end you basically now start feeling sorry for him because you ask yourself do bad things always happen to good people the film is produced by Peter Jackson. For those of you who don't know who Peter Jackson is, he did movies like Lord of the Rings, which was very long. He also did The Hobbit, which was equally long. And he did King Kong. So it's produced well. It's shot well. More importantly than all of that is the kind of style that they used to shoot this. So you'll see there's a lot of reference to SABC. There's a lot of um, archive footage, real archive footage being used to boost its credibility. In fact, if you watch it and you believe in aliens, you would think that aliens had come to Johannesburg in 2008. And it's just because it was filmed that way. There's a lot of straight-to-cam interviews, which means that a lady would sit down as if she were at her office and say, yes, I remember when they got here, we didn't know what to do. We didn't know if they were safe. We didn't know if they were going to be a danger. Some of them are taking our partners, our wives. So it's, it's very um, almost like journalistically told. And that's just because they want to create the sense that this is something that happened. And that lends itself back to that style of mockumentary where they're actually, they're not mocking real events, but they're using real events in a lighthearted way to make you think better about being a better person. The film was nominated for four Oscars in 2010. Unfortunately, we won none of them, but you can stream it on Showmax. And that is a wrap for today. If you want to get in touch with us, you are more than welcome to go to Instagram at African Couch Potato. You can DM us, you can follow us, you can share the content that we are posting on there, and you can let me know if you want me to review anything. Lastly, on this platform, once you've listened to three or more episodes, you have the liberty and opportunity to review and rate me to let me know if I'm on the mark or if I'm not on the money at all. And that wraps episode five of African Couch Potato. I will be chatting to you guys next on the following one.